So guys, it's day 60. This is the last episode of the Daily Podcast. Thank you. What should it be about? Uh, So we're going to talk a little bit about how searching for an apartment is exactly the same as online dating. They're precisely the same process. So you start out and you're like on your apps, on your phone, and you're like swiping on apartments, right? You're like starring shit and like you're going, oh, can I say shit? That's the voice of Ariella Rotenberg. If you're a Wolf 359 fan, you might have recognized her as Rachel. She's a lot nicer in real life. So I'm walking home from dinner with the friends, and uh, I'm about to sit down and edit the last daily episode of Focused as Fuck. And I was thinking that a good place to start would be at the beginning. I'm um, on the train home. I'm about to impulsively buy a, another domain name, focused.af. I think this is the one. That tape is from March 12th, a little less than a month before I started this podcast. I don't know how cold it is, but it's really cold. Standing on the subway platform, I just got off um, at my stop to buy this domain. I am committing to focused.af, the show. And I'm looking at a. You can see Manhattan from here. The Empire State Building is lit up red, like a dark red and blue. It's like red building up layer cakes to a blue, uh, what do you call it, blue spire. You know it's bad because my credit card got declined. I'm not quite sure why. I hope it's not maxed out. I had to uh, do a direct bank transfer. .af domains are kind of a bitch to get. Alright, I gotta get home. It's so cold. (sighs) The rest of that night was spent feverishly setting up the back end for Focused as Fuck. (sighs) It is 3.03 a.m. It was 2 a.m., but, uh... Daylight saving. It is still freezing. I can now confirm it is exactly 22 degrees outside. I am sitting in front of my space heater. I'm lying in bed in front of my space heater, curled up with Tiffany. And, uh... I'm proud to say that, uh, we have an RSS feed in the wild. This puppy is live. This is not a test. It is currently under review with iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. I am freaking wiped. I gotta wake up in like eight hours? No. No, I need to be somewhere in eight hours. Oi, daylight saving, why are you a thing? Alright, time to turn out the lights and get my ass to bed. 
Making this episode is an interesting walk down memory lane, as even weeks before that, I was coming home from an improv class I was in at the time after purchasing uh, the last component of my sort of mobile radio rig and testing it out in the subway home with uh, with some of my classmates. Testing, one, two. Test. Nipples. <laughs> Genius comedy. Hello. <laughs> And before I was uploading every day, I was recording every day and sort of playing around with what kind of content I might produce. So um, this may be the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. I should probably tell you where I am. I'm sitting on the toilet right now next to a freshly cleaned litter box. Yes, I'm using the bathroom. Poop talks. You're welcome that this wasn't a thing for the last 60 days. When I was in college, uh, I lived in a dorm at Wesleyan that prided itself on gender-neutral bathrooms. So the cute girl that I met months before college uh, turned out to be my hallmate and became one of my best poop talk buddies. Yep, we would be uh, sitting in adjacent stalls carrying on a perfectly civil, often engaging conversation between plops. I can't remember anything that we actually talked about. And thinking about this is making it way harder to poop, so I'm going to call this a successful first poop talk. Oh boy. There was a lot changing in my life right around the time that I was thinking about starting this thing. Not the least of which was connecting with a lot of amazing New York-based podcasters. So I can hear this. Uh, I can hear the reverb. Yes, it's a little bit more directional than that. Like that? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Hello. Yeah, in fact... I'm curious about the audio quality of this thingamajig. Kristen D. Mercurio. Sally Grissom. Ars Paradoxica. Great actress, great character, great audio drama if you're not already listening. How does that sound? Pretty damn good. I mean, you can hear the heater, but if you just turned off the heater, why does it, why is there no reverb? Where's the echo? There should be like, oh, there's a little bit. Yeah, it's because it's a great mic. Fuck yeah. Ugh, that's so nice. Really? What? Yeah, it retails for like closer to 200 and change. Seriously? And I got this one It's so cute! But as you know, before this got off the ground, my primary source of income got grounded. One, two. It. What day is it? Um, it is the 30th of March. There is officially a new menu at Sweet Greens. I am on my way to Queens for the Spirits Podcast recording. Today is the day I was laid off from one month. I got two weeks notice. Two weeks severance after that. And it sounds like I'll probably get a little bit of consulting work over the summer to help Castig move. 
I am simultaneously terrified about losing 90% of my income overnight. Thankfully, it's not overnight. A one-month notice is like, <laughs> LOL. One month. Um, I think they really did right by me, and we're ending on good terms, but figuring out health insurance is definitely daunting. And... Yeah. On the other hand, I feel alive in a way I haven't in years. And I'm very excited for the future and what might be created in the space that is freed up by very soon not being at one month at all. <sighs> What's the expression? When a door closes, a window opens? Something to do with God, at least. I don't know. breathing. I'm really lucky that I got to hang out with the Spirits Girls on the day that I get, got laid off. The good vibes of working with people who were committed to podcasting was important at that moment to remind me why I wanted to do this thing, even in the face of the uncertainty of being laid off. Grabbing food with Amanda after recording and talking about her experience on YouTube and and just hearing her philosophy about sharing content online inspired me to not give this up before I'd even started. My name is Naquan. Awesome, man. And, and where are we right now? We're on a train. We're on a train station. <laughs> awesome. This was on the way home from the Spirits Girls on the same day that I got laid off. A random stranger on the subway saw this crazy microphone contraption and asked me a question and, and the next thing you know I'm interviewing him. Do you create anything or do you aspire to create? I'm trying to do like my entrepreneur, my like my own business and stuff. Yeah, so like what? Like um like designing my own clothes awesome. and stuff, like fashion. I'm trying to get into the fashion thing. I love this sweatshirt you got going on. It's like a camo, but it's like uh, sort of like how comic books have like the dots, like pointillism. I don't know if that's what it's called. It's got like the zipper zips all the way up, like up to the very top of the thing. It's a cool look, man, with the leather and the, yeah, it's a great look. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, you got camo all the way down. That's matching. That's dope. Wow, the pants and the shoes through like a mesh. Those are some sweet... Are those Nikes? Yeah, Nikes. Those Nikes. Nice. Nikes made those. That's a great look, man. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it's something different. It's a dope look, so that's why I, I choose to wear it today. What does clothing mean to you? What is dress... You know, um, clothing means, like... It's, it have to be different. It had to be, like, a different fabric material. It had to be different for somebody to buy it, to actually buy it. No, it depends what type of material it is, like suede. There's all types of materials, so you know. Way I'm thinking about it is like I'm going with a like trying to do a Kanye idea, Kanye West, because see, I, I think he got some dope fashion. 
I really think he do. Awesome. Thanks for talking to me. All right. You think? Well, um, yeah, I, I would I'd like for them to follow me at um, Naquan, at Instagram.com, Snapchat, you know, Thanks if you want to reach me. And A-Q-U-A-N-E-D-M-U-N-D-S-O-N. Dope, man. <laughs> awesome. Check him out. Yeah, just check me out if y'all want to um, hit me live or anything. Yeah, and see what's new in fashion. Interactions like that that got me outside my comfort zone and really thinking about what's possible with this whole podcasting thing helped spur me on. So once I really, really committed, I was hungry for advice on just how the heck you're supposed to sustain something every single day. I tried doing daily vlogging. I made it about eight days before I totally burnt out. So I hit up a friend from college, uh, this guy Jack Coyne, who works at a company that I've been really excited about as long as I've known about it, Beam. Um, they used to make a social media app. Now they work with CNN to make the future of news. And he... Jack used to create a medium post every single day. Sometimes it was a poem, other times it was an essay, other times it was a random list. The point was that he would write a little bit every single day. And it was so inspiring to check those out. And it felt infinitely more manageable than managing a YouTube channel, while also in some ways being more intimate than, you know, vlogging, because it, it didn't feel like he was putting on a character. Um, just because it's hard to look like you're making a face when it's just words on a page. So after getting some of the best practices of daily creation, which of course I failed to record, I jumped into interviewer mode and started asking Jack questions about focus that I figured would one day make it into this show. That's that's an interesting question. I, I definitely, there are certain times when I've struggled to focus, especially when I was in school. Um writing papers and stuff just never really wanted to do it when when there is something though that I'm really excited about or feel really creatively excited about I am able to focus much easier I think a good example of that is like editing film editing when I'm working on a video that I'm that I feel really good about what the outcome is going to be or what it could be I will just start cranking and I won't look up for the computer and all of a sudden I'll have a huge like pain in my back and it's like nine hours later and I've like made a ton of progress because I'm excited about the story that I'm telling or about the sort of this project that I've undertaken. Film is in particular is an easy one for me I think because you've done all this work already to capture something and so you have all the pieces and it's just like a puzzle that's laid out in front of you that you want to get to the end of the puzzle. So that first pass in an edit it's really easy for me to, to focus. There are other, other places where it's much harder like when the when when the task feels daunting, it's it's a, it's a lot harder to start. So like a good example is doing my taxes. I'm sure that everyone has trouble. So I've like it's something that like a cloud that hangs over me, and, and every once in a while I'll get started on, okay, like time to do it, and I, it's like my, I have a lack of focus because I'm nervous or anxious about getting it started. But again, like the film editing thing, when I actually do get into it, it's pretty easy to to sort of keep it going because I feel like I've jumped into it. So I think focus for me is, is much more about, about settling down and getting started on something. And once I do, I just want to get to the end of it. 
and, and sort of figure out put the like put the pieces of the puzzle together. It's just a matter of like taking the puzzle off the shelf and opening it up and, and sort of putting all the pieces on the table. If you can't tell, I've been learning a ton from making this show. I feel like I've had the perfect excuse in carrying a microphone around everywhere to ask questions of people, questions that I may not have had the guts to ask without that context of, oh, well, I'm working on a show. And I can tell you that's not something I expected to get out of this. And look, I could stay up literally all night going through my archives and finding some of these juicy little interviews that I've got that I haven't featured yet. It's one in the morning already. But the conversation that I've been most excited to share is one that I've been unable to have, which is with my mom, Monica. I am proud to say my mom is one of my best friends. She's one of the funniest, wisest human beings that I've had the privilege of hanging out with. Not to say we can't get on each other's nerves from time to time, but she inspires the hell out of me. For example, she was the one who got me into improv comedy after she got her degree from Upright Citizens Brigade, which is not easy to do. And this is not like when she was my age. I'm talking about like two or three years ago. But weirdly, as bold as she was to take the stage and make up comedy on the spot, she's been unwilling to be recorded on our awesome, super fun phone calls for the last 59 days. And I've been torn about it, because on the one hand, I don't want to be an asshole that forces people to be on tape all the time and that, you know, you just can't be comfortable around because it's always, like, on display. But on the other hand, I know that the conversations that we have would be useful to people and interesting and... and Ugh, it just, it, it kills me that when they're over, they don't exist. Like, even just to have a record for myself, uh, it, 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 it bummed me out when she said no, and it was sort of a, a hard no, um, and, uh, and it's been a sticking point for me in making this show what I think it could be. So in honor of today, I thought I would give it one last try. I am recording this call, and I'm calling right now to give you an opportunity to be a part of the last episode, daily episode of Focused as Fuck, if you want to be. Otherwise, I'll hang up, and you can call me back, and we can just catch up a little bit before I really get into it. But uh, I know you were thinking about someday, one day, and, and this is it, because I'm at 150 reviews, so it's not happening again for another 30 days. And uh, I thought I would, uh, you were, you were on my list to reach out to. In case you're wondering, she didn't hang up. This is just awkward silence. Are you texting me? She texted me the word topic, question mark. Oh, that's funny. It's whatever. It's dealer's choice. Okay. <laughs> wow, you're so uncomfortable. I didn't think that oh, no. well, was have to palpable be... over a phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said not to say anything, so... I'm, I'm weighing my words carefully. So go ahead, shoot. You're one of my best friends, and um, 
And I have to say that it there's like this, this double-edged sword where on the one hand, the good boy in me really doesn't want to put you or anyone out by doing this thing. And on the other hand, I have a, an immediate, uncensorable, visceral reaction ag like against anybody who doesn't want to be recorded um, that I'm not proud of, but it is something that I have. Um, uh, it, it, you could be totally proud of it, and and I'm actually completely fine. I think it'll be fun doing this with you. So, cool. if I if I didn't want to do it, I would just say no. So awesome. I'm gonna say I'm saying yes. So no sweat. But I mean, I, I've definitely uh, had my own little mini breakthrough in this area because why not? It's actually fine, and you know. Could be fun, and uh, honestly, at the end of the day, who cares? <laughs> All the people yeah. out there, honestly, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter to them, and it matters to you and me. So let's have fun with it. After a little bit of chatting, uh, we circle back to the big thing that I've been dealing with this week. I made a big mistake with a big freelance client of mine and I've been cleaning up that mess. I'm not going to talk about the specifics right now because I'm still in the process of cleaning things up. And while there is some damage that is fundamentally irreparable uh, based on the nature of the work I'm doing, we were able to fix one big part of the job. And we got that done in record time. And what I love about talking to my mom is she says shit like this. I mean, like, as your mother, I never thought I would say this to you, but I think it's fantastic that you failed. I think it's actually, you know, I'm sorry that happened, and I'm not sorry that happened because it's how you handle these breakdowns and failures that's going to win the day 10, 20, 30 years from now. Because if you can't do that, then you're going to be screwed, and I'd rather see you get screwed and work it through and figure things out now at the beginning of your career yeah. than have everything yeah. just breeze along and then you don't know how to deal with breakdowns. You don't have know how to deal with failure. You don't want to do that when you're in your 40s. Right. <laughs> Congratulations. You know, you blew it. And, <laughs> you, and you learn, you better learn stuff. I mean, I, it sounds like you learned a ton. I, I, I couldn't be happier than you know, that it happened. I, I'd be, I, I'd I could be do happy, without it, but I'd, I'd be happy if it didn't. Yeah. I'd yeah. be happy if it didn't, but I get to see who you are in the face of that happening. I can get that. As, and that you can talk about it. Happens, but, right. but I love it because, you know, if you can't talk about this stuff, then, you know, it makes the other stuff okay that's all great but you know you, you know you're going to be talking to people that doesn't always have you know things aren't always going great it's who are you when they're not when things don't go your way that's what's interesting maybe you can see why she's one of my best friends but anywho last week i got a chance to hang out with her younger sister my aunt aunt deborah who also won't let me record our conversations. <clears throat> but she mentioned something that I've been meaning to follow up with my mom about. I have a question for you before we say goodnight. Um, Aunt Deborah re relayed something that may have been a paraphrase, uh, which was something like, sometimes I wonder where he comes from <laughs> about me. And I'm wondering what, if you could unpack that 
briefly. Before Dad and I decided to go ahead and put a person on the planet, I did uh, a parenting workshop, which was an all-day thing, and it was terrific. The whole day was just looking at expectations. Perfect father, perfect mother, perfect family, perfect son, perfect daughter, perfect siblings, perfect this, perfect that. And we took it all apart and dug underneath everything. And the last thing the woman who uh, was doing the program said to us was, at the end of the day, as a parent, you're going to do what you do, and your kid's going to turn out the way your kid turns out. And I thought, I can do that. So that's what happened. I did what I did. Dad did what he did. You turned out the way you turned out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. Take credit, don't take credit, you know, what you like, what you don't like, whatever. You do what you do, and, you know, so right. <laughs> whatever you make of it is, you know, uh, I, yeah, I, I, well, you know, I mean, you know, you could, if you want to, as I used to say, anything you want to blame on me, go ahead and blame on me, you know, I, I, I will never argue with you, probably was my fault. The stuff you don't like, all my fault. The stuff you like, all Dad's doing, you know? (laughs) Whatever. And you get help with the stuff that you get stuck about. And, you know, you just keep keep growing, developing, and telling your story. And you could tell the same story 500 times and laugh at the end of it or, you know, I mean, it's just, we have a lot of, and and actually one of my favorite, I'll leave it at that. Whatever, but I do. I do happen to love the quote. One of my favorite quotes is, "It's never too late to have a happy childhood." (laughs) (laughs) So I'm having mine now, actually. (laughs) Hopefully, you won't have to wait (laughs) that long. (laughs) Anyway, on that note, I love you to pieces. uh, I'll talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) This has been focused as fuck. Brought to you by Kind Evil Genius Productions. Music in this episode will be credited in the show notes. And I'm your... (sighs) Wait a minute. Hear me out here. Okay, so we didn't make it to 200 ratings and reviews. (sighs) We made it halfway. And the things that you guys have been saying are incredible. I've cried actual tears multiple times. In so many ways, I feel that Focused as Fuck is possibly the best thing I've ever done as a solo creator. There are over 1,000 of you that have been tuning in every single day for over 30 days in a row. And in the last 60 days, this show's been downloaded over 60,000 times. Clearly, this is something that you love to listen to, that I love to create, And the thing is, I want to keep it going, and something has to change. Two things specifically. I'm approaching a point where I can no longer afford the time to create all the things that I'm creating without it supporting me financially. This coming Sunday, I'm going to be launching an experimental Patreon page. You may have heard me say that I wouldn't do that until after Wolf 359 ends. And the fact is that after talking with people involved with the show, I changed my mind especially in light of not having a part-time job at a startup. So here's the deal. If my Patreon hits 100 patrons 
or $1,000, whichever one comes first, in the first 30 days, I will continue Focused as Fuck. I'm going to get into a lot more detail about what this means and how this works and what you can expect on my Self-Care Sunday live stream this coming Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check that out at www.zach.live. But if you don't like YouTube or just this is the only place you engage with me and you'd like to get like an update reminder about any of this stuff, you can go to zach.help in any web browser to be brought to a really short survey where I'll get your email and name and keep you apprised of any updates. Ultimately, Zach.help is going to point to my actual Patreon page, so you can just remember that and check that out next week. No matter what, I'm going to keep up the weekly live stream that I do on YouTube, and you can count on me to keep that consistent and double down on getting awesome guests, and that's going to happen for free, no matter what, for the foreseeable future. As I fully intend to continue this show and continue uploading content to this feed, I invite you to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so that you make sure you get whatever comes up here. And while you're at it, take a moment to please leave a rating or review for this show anywhere you like. Whether you want to make a corn maze that you can see from outer space or leave a note in Apple Podcasts, I'll appreciate whatever you leave, wherever you leave it. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening. And as always, until next time. Thank <laughs> you.